This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. A's Cast, streaming on iHeartRadio and broadcasting locally on Bloomberg 960, KNEW Oakland and KOSF 103.7 FM HD2 San Francisco. 0-2, curveball swing and a miss. And the A's survive in Kansas City. A Saturday afternoon marathon of nearly four hours, and the A's prevail. It's now time for the A's Clubhouse Show. This is the A's Clubhouse Show, and uh, boy, what a win for the Athletics on this Sunday. 10-3 over the Mariners in the series finale. And the number 833-625-2278. I'm Alex Jensen. We'll be joined by Chris Townsend later. Right now, we're joined from the Pacific Northwest by Ken Korak. And Ken, a lot of ways to go in in this one for sure, but uh, I think it starts with James Caprillion, right? I mean, he has really finished the season strong. Now a 180 ERA and a 2-0 record since coming back from the bullpen in that short stint and not not making an appearance, of course, but over his last four starts, he has really shown what he's capable of. Yeah, you're right, Alex. In 25 innings and five earned runs, so finishing strongly. It's what you want, and he's a tough kid, and he he works really hard, and I think that all that hard work is paying off with his conditioning because he has such a tough start, as you know, Alex, to his career in the minor leagues and missing two full seasons just not throwing that much so um, I think he can feel really good about the way that he's finished up this season. Well and you mentioned the injuries Ken and the tough road that he's had I mean it says something he was able to get through 26 starts this year right I mean with his outing today he's up to 134 innings on the season I mean all in all you put this whole thing together I know it was a rough start to the year for Caprillion but uh, but a nice campaign for him. Yeah, I think so, and you can build upon that, and the A's are going to need that next year. So you, there are a lot of unknowns with the ball club, uh, you know, Alex. But I think one of the thing, one of the things they know is that he'll be in the rotation next year, barring something really unforeseen. And another thing they know, Ken, when it, when it, as far as that starting rotation is concerned, you have a lot of viable candidates for some quality arms in that rotation. I mean, some of them, yes, unproven, but we know what Cole Irvin can do. We've seen the stuff from Ken Waldachuk and Adrian Martinez, as well as J.P. Sears. You know, all of a sudden, there's quite a few candidates to fill out what could be a you know a, a, a deep rotation in 2023 assuming good health I think Alice you would sure. start with Irvin and Blackburn and Caprillion and then you're right you would have candidates like Sears who's done a nice job we saw it yesterday Waldachuk pitched great in the first game of the series um, Adrian Martinez is going to get one more start I think we've seen enough from him to lead us to think that he's worth a look now maybe he'll start next year in AAA we don't know we're getting way ahead of ourselves but I think Adrian has a chance to develop into a guy who can join a big league rotation um, at some point as well. 12 hits today Ken and of course the you know the four home runs two from Langoliers but I want to focus on Christian Pache for a second because you know the struggles for him are well documented but I, I saw some glimpses today you know lifting the ball I know the A's want him to hit the ball in the air more go the other way you know he's robbed of maybe extra bases by Mitch Hanniger in right center field 
Uh, are you seeing some adjustments from him as we wind down this year? Well, you like to see when he goes the other way, and that's really important for him. And I don't, you know, he's been playing against left-handed starters, Alex, and the A's haven't seen, as you know, that many lefties, so he hasn't played that much. Uh, you would hope he could develop into a guy who could play every day, but he has a long ways to go. After all, his average was 160 entering today, but... Yeah. yeah, I mean, the positive signs for him are when he goes the other way, he stays with his swing, he doesn't pull off, he's been real vulnerable to right-handed pitching and sliders away, so he has a lot of work to do. He knows it, but uh, we know the glove can play. We know he has power, so there's work to be done, but, you know, he's, he's a long ways from a guy you're going to give up on. You're going to give him every shot. What does it tell you about Shea Langoliers to, to go through the struggles and kind of come out the other side and really putting together a nice stretch now? Yeah, and Tommy Everidge a couple of weeks ago, maybe a week and a half ago, kind of tipped us off to the fact that he felt Langlers had turned the corner from the standpoint that, you know, when you're, when you're a kid, he got off to a great start, and now you start struggling like he did. You can start overthinking things and try to analyze things too much. It can lock, lock up your brain, as you know, Alex, because you pitched. You love to see guys like that when they came to the plate. But sure. when you... When you, when you can release that and get back to relaxing and have fun and quiet your brain, good things happen in sports when you feel the quiet, Alex. Then you can just react to things. And that's what Tommy was seeing from Shea in the batting cages, and it's transferred into the game, and he's put together a great week and a half here. All right, three more, Ken, all coming at the Coliseum. As you mentioned, Adrian Martinez, Cole Irvin, and Ken Waldachuk. Uh, to finish the year it doesn't get any easier for the A's offense Sandoval Lorenzen and I mean we think Otani uh, to end the season you know how big of a lift would it be for the A's to finish this year strong I know it hasn't you know obviously over the hundred loss mark but for the A's it, to finish strong and go into spring training next year uh, with a little bit of momentum how important is that for them I don't know that that matters in terms of momentum uh, you're, you've got five months off and you're going to lose over 100 games but I think for the for the players if you can finish strongly and, and really you, you kind of bank that as we've been saying over this homestand and you go into the offseason feeling like you've made some progress and you've turned the corner and you have a little confidence building, Chris, especially with your offensive or I mean, uh, Alex, and especially with your offensive game. I think that's something you can certainly take into the postseason or into the no offseason. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt about it. And as you mentioned, I mean, you're just looking for little glimmers of, of, of hope, right, heading into the offseason, something to build on as you, as you make your way into spring training because this is still a young team, right? And as you mentioned, they've got a long way to go, but uh, there, there are, you know, little glimmers of, of things that you like to see. You want to find guys you can build around that you feel like you can build the, the, that'll be part of the A's next really good club. Yeah, and you would hope that guys like Langoliers and Diaz and Pache would be part of that group. And uh, we've seen some good signs over this weekend and over the last couple of weeks for sure. No doubt. Well, I can appreciate the time. It's, it's been great listening to all your long work and you with you as well a little bit. Uh, thanks for the time. Safe flight back to the Bay Area, and we'll, we'll hear you over the airwaves back again on Monday. Hey, thanks for what you've done for us. You did a great job on the broadcast this year, Alex, so we're thrilled for you too. So. We'll talk to you, man. We'll tee it up. Won't be too long. Yeah. You and I will be teeing it up, man. Um, I look forward to that. Thank you, Ken. I appreciate it. Have a safe flight. Okay, bud. All right, that's Ken Korak from T-Mobile Park. After the A's take care of the Mariners in the uh, road trip finale, 10-3, 12 hits for the A's, four home runs. 
And again, the phone number here, 833-625-2278, 833-625-2278. You can also tweet at me, at ajensen 86 there's a lot to get to in this game. Four home runs for the A's, two for Shea Langoliers, the home run for Pache, the home run for Nick Allen. Of course, uh, you know, the A's three outs away from a shutout. And uh, the Mariners, of course, with the three runs in the bottom of the ninth inning. But I think you've also found something here in Tyler Sear, as, as you heard Ken and Vince talking about. An inning, a couple of strikeouts, his fastball up to 96. He's got the changeup. There was a lot to like about this game. A lot to like about this game. Big innings for the A's, separating early, and then the four runs in the ninth inning on the home run by Langoliers adding on. It's what you like to see. Of course, the A's came into play today, you know, last in the American League in hitting, you know, second to last in runs scored. So, you know, to see him put 10 on the board, come within a couple outs of a shutout, get a, a great end of the season by James Caprillion, who picked up his fifth win with a six one-hit shutout innings today and seven strikeouts. There's a lot to like in this game. As you heard from Ken, it's about finding those guys you can build around. And, you know, who are those guys as we head into spring training? Who's going to have the inside track to a job starting next year? I mean, I think that's kind of what these games, at least looking for at it for us A's fans, that's what this is about. It's about finding out who you can go forward with. Who do you feel good about going into spring training? So who do you feel good about, A's fans? Yeah, again, after this one, a lot of places to go. And again, the number 833-625-2278. That is 833-625-2278. Townie will be along later. I'm Alex Jensen. We're going to continue on after this break on the A's Clubhouse Show. Some things just go together. Peanut butter and jelly. Cookies and milk. Oakland and Kaiser Permanente. If that last one caught you off guard, it shouldn't. Because Kaiser Permanente has been helping keep Oakland healthy since our very beginning. And as the official healthcare partner of the Oakland A's, that won't be changing anytime soon. Whatever you may need, you can trust Kaiser Permanente to help keep you feeling your best. Kaiser Permanente. Thrive. Visit kp.org today. When Northern California businesses need some pop in their lineup, they call the bank rooted in the East Bay. Mechanics Bank. Since 1905, Mechanics Bank has been helping Bay Area and Northern California businesses find success and perform at the top of their game. See how they can make a difference in your business today. Call or stop by your local branch or visit MechanicsBank.com. Mechanics Bank, the official East Bay Bank of the Oakland A's. Member FDIC and equal housing lender. The pitch to Nick is a drive to left. Winter is going back on this. He's at the track. He's right to the wall. He will turn and watch it fly. And the A's hit their third homer of the game today. And the Athletics have taken a 6-0 lead. This is A's Clubhouse. I'm Alex Jensen on A's Clubhouse. That was home run number four for Nick Allen in this 2022 season. He was also robbed of a, a bases-loaded potential extra base hit in the deep in the left field corner by Jesse Winker making an over-the-shoulder catch. And who could forget, if you have not seen the play he made at shortstop today in deep short, do yourself a favor. Go to MLB.com, go to Athletics.com, go to your MLB app, and check it out. It, it's one of the best plays you will see a shortstop make for, you know, going back to the beginning of 20, ever. I, I'm talking, it was that good of a play and if you know if if you've watched the A's all year long and you've watched Nick Allen, uh, you know you know he can play some shortstop. And of course, batting 208 coming into play today, the offense is something to work on. But I think he's starting to maybe find an approach. But the the 
the degree of difficulty on the play he made today at deep short, again, as tough as it gets at shortstop. Nick Allen visited with Vince Catronio after today's 10-3 win. Here he is. A's final road game of 2022 is a victory against the Seattle Mariners. Nick Allen, part of it. Great defense at shortstop again and a home run for the Athletics in the victory, scoring 10 runs against Seattle. Let's first talk about this weekend. I know you and some of the other young players were watching how Seattle got a chance to, to get to the postseason. What are you learning about that? What motivates you as you see stuff like that, knowing that is a place where you and many of your teammates are aspiring to get to? Uh, first and foremost, you know, I mean, we all we all thought it was just a great atmosphere. Uh, just to be in this type of atmosphere is what you play for in baseball growing up. Uh, and then obviously to see them do that, it hurt us. Um, put a little, you know, a sting there for sure. So, you know, it's our goal just to get after it and keep getting better so we can put ourselves in a position like that because that's what we play for. A guy like James Caprillion, who's seen the good times with the athletics, and this year he finishes on a very impressive note. His last four starts were outstanding. Today, slowly maybe at the top of the list. What was it like playing behind James again today? Just seeing that drive and just seeing him make quality pitches and allowing the defense to do the work behind him. Oh, it's, it's awesome. I mean, James just getting after. He's making his pitches. Um, and just allowing you know, the defense to make some plays behind him. So, I mean, he's a great pitcher, great stuff. Uh, you know, it's, it's, you just want to make the plays for him, for sure. Nick, we've always enjoyed your defense. We've seen it since day one of the big leagues. But the play on Mitch Hanniger to deep short, I don't know if it's the top of the list, but it's pretty dang close to the top. You tell me about that play and just being able to react and, and having the confidence and, and the strength in the arm to make that play and finish it off. You know, I was pumped up. Uh, the juices were flowing for sure, especially because, you know, James, is, he had no hits up there right now, and you just want to make every play for him. Uh, I saw the ball hit, and I just went after it, and uh, everything just worked out um, the way I think it's supposed to. So uh, it felt like slow motion in, in a sense, but uh, you know, I'm, glad I, I'm glad I got the play done. You got a big home run for the Athletics, continue to add on runs behind James. It drove that ball to deep left field. What has it been like in the box view and, and having a chance where you, you feel like if, if you've got a pitch that's a mistake, you're able to do some damage against it. Yeah, no, I feel like I feel a lot better. Um, I'm, I'm getting the swings off that I want to, you know, and I think it'll just all take it one step at a time. It all it all work itself out for sure. Uh, but you know, with two strikes right there, I, I got a pitch that I was able to uh, put the bat on, and and uh, it went. And finally, Nick, what have you learned this year, and what what are you going to take from this year as you do your off-season work and and look at spring training 2023? I learned a lot. Uh, I'd say just keep doing what I'm doing. Just keep keep fighting. Keep uh, keep getting better. Keep working on the stuff that I, uh, you know, the hitting coaches and I want to work on, and and just keep competing. I think if, if I do that, I'll put myself in a great spot, and uh, you know, it's what I've done my whole life. Enjoy the work. Thank you, Nick. Yeah, thank you, Nick Allen, joining us. A's victoriously against the Mariners. Tony and Alex. Now back to you. All right. Thanks, Vince. Again, that's Nick Allen, and and you forget about what about that play at short. Uh, the Mariners saw no hits at that point. That was to end the fourth inning. So that preserved a no-hitter as well. And, you know, I think you like to hear that with the competitiveness of Nick Allen, realizing that, uh, you know, the Mariners also, the Mariners had no hits and maybe a little extra motivation there. And I think another thing you like to hear is the A's love playing in this atmosphere. I mean, th this environment, if you're a competitor, it doesn't matter what your record is. You love playing in environments like this, a lot on the line, of course, for the Mariners. 833-625-2278. Let's go to Matt and Ignacio after the A's defeat the Mariners 10-3 in the end of this uh, six-game road trip. Matt, what, what's on your mind, man? 
Hey, Alex. Uh, uh, thank you for taking my call. Uh, uh, two items. Uh, for one thing, uh, let me just say, yay! M's and I'm greedy. I want the I want the A's to sweep the Anaheim Angels. Uh, that would be just great if we did that. And congratulations to Nick Allen uh, on that great play at uh, short stop. That was uh, beautiful. I'm sure you're going to see that on uh, Sports Center. And uh, my second item, uh, I, I got a couple of slogans I want to uh, share with uh, uh, you and the uh, listeners, uh, and it's um, uh, in your heart, it's the Howard Terminal Ballpark. In your mind, it's the Howard Terminal Ballpark. In your spirit, it's the Howard Terminal Ballpark. Just say yes to the Howard Terminal Ballpark. So with that, now what are the chances that uh, you and Chris Townsend and Nick Allen and Shay Langleers and and the rest of those great A's players. What are the chances you guys could uh, solder over to Oakland City Hall and uh, just do some uh, uh, arm twisting over there? And just uh, reminding them that look what happened to the Giants with uh, Pac Bell Park. Uh, we could we could sure do that with the uh, Howard Terminal Ballpark. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, I agree. I mean, I in terms of my arm twisting, Matt, I don't know how far that's going to go, to be honest with you. But I, I mean, yeah, conceptually, I think, you know, all of us as A's fans, as a native Oaklander myself, uh, you know, I would love to see it, obviously. I mean, it's, you know, the A's, it's well documented, have been, you know, trying to get a new ballpark for a long time. And yeah, I mean, you look at those renderings, you think about what that ballpark could do for that area of Oakland. Uh, and just that entire area, you know, as long as, it, as a deal makes sense for everybody involved, uh, yeah, it, it'd be a dream come true, man. I mean, that, I, I'm in terms of the A's, there's nothing I want more, uh, you know, may, maybe outside of a World Series, but for Howard Terminal to become a reality. Um, but, you know, I, we'll certainly do all that we can. I, I can promise you that, Matt. Well, I, I appreciate it. Uh, Howard Terminal Ballpark or bust? That's right. That's right, Matt. Thank you for the phone call. I appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, obviously there's there's a lot to pay attention to in the offseason as far as it concerns uh, Howard Terminal and the A's ballpark. And uh, But a lot to talk about again in this one. The A's beat the Mariners by the final of 10-3, to 3, 12 hits, four home runs. And, you know, you got to be excited with from who those home runs came. Langoliers two, Pache one, Allen with a home run as well. Uh, it was a good day for the A's future. There's no doubt about that. And and as Ken mentioned, finding some of these guys that be, that can become the next core of an A's playoff team. All right, let's take a break. Again, the number 833-625-2278. 833-625-2278. I'm Alex Jensen. We'll be joined by Chris Townsend a little bit later. The A's beat the Mariners 10 to 3 in the finale of this six-game road trip. And back with more on the A's Clubhouse show after this. Here comes the pitch. Johnson's dialing in with Ring Central. Smart move. Ring Central lets you call, meet, and message all from the same app. Johnson is really stepping up this quarter. She moves to share her screen. And the client loves the presentation. An excellent play by Johnson with the assist from Ring Central. 
With Ring Central, you can talk to anyone, anytime, all from the same app. Ring Central, simpler communications. Hey, Ace fans, check out Longport Fish Company, an exciting new chef driven seafood restaurant located in the Veranda Shopping Center in Concord. Longport features the highest quality lobsters, oysters, king salmon, flavorful chipino, and much, much more. It features a full bar of craft cocktails, local brews, and a curated wine list. Longport Fish Company is for all occasions, too. Date night, business meetings, catching an A's game at the bar, or bringing the whole family. Check us out at longportfc.com, on Yelp, and on all social media. Who's feeling especially happy about their rides right now? Ask anyone who owns a Honda. In times like this, you need good gas mileage. This car, it has it. Gas mileage is amazing. The gas mileage is what's so great. America's most fuel-efficient full-line automaker is Honda. New Hondas are arriving daily. See your NorCal Honda dealer today. Fuel efficiency based on 2021 EPA estimate of model year 2020 large full-line automaker, fleet-wide fuel economy. Ask anyone who owns a Honda or visit NorCalHondaDealers.com. Ah, hitting the road with the family on your way to nonstop adventures. No worries ahead, because you know you can stop at a Chevron station along the way. Get fuel for your car, fuel for your crew. That's Chevron with Tecron for unbeatable mileage and snacks for all. Coffee for mom, chips for the kids, cold drinks for dad. You know, for the road ahead. Toss in some laughs, out-of-tune singing, and a zillion are-we-there-yets, and you just made lifelong family memories. Chevron, together ahead. Langelier is a right-handed hitter. One ball and no strikes. Outfield room in left center. O'Keefe sets up outside, and that ball is drilled to left. If it's fair, it's got a chance, and it is gone in a two-homer game for Langoliers. And the A's break it open big time on a three-run home run to left by Shea Langoliers as the A's reach double figures. It's 10-0 A's in the ninth. Shea Langoliers with a two-homer game. 10-0 A's in the ninth. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. How big was that swing of the bat by Shea Langoliers, a three-run home run to take a 7-0 game at that point after the RBI, kind of a bloop single by Seth Brown into left field and make it a 10-0 game. Of course, uh, the Mariners with three in the bottom of the ninth inning and stranding a runner or two runners aboard. So without the four runs in the ninth inning, that would have brought the tying run to the plate in the person of Ty France. Uh, but as it stands, the A's took a 10-0 lead into the ninth inning thanks to that swing of the bat by Shea Langoliers and the base hit by Seth Brown. Of course, the rally was started by Chad Pinder with two outs and nobody on his third hit of the night. A single the other way. Dermis Garcia then with a single the other way. And uh, Seth Brown going the other way for his second hit of the night. And then, boy, you just look at that ninth inning, and you know the A's, uh, the A's production overall this afternoon in Seattle. And again, the number eight three three six two five two two seven eight eight three three six two five two two seven eight. I'm Alex Jensen. Chris Townsend will join the show later. And you know, you think you. I mean, again, everything right now is is talking about building up to next year, and and finding those guys you're going to build your next contending club around. And of course, Shea Langoliers, he, you know, he comes with all the prospect status and, you know, on down the road and he's gone through it. He went through his slump, did Langoliers and he's come out the other side, just like we talked about with, uh, with, with Ken Korak, he was batting 200. Shea Langoliers was back on September 17th after going over four at Houston. Since then, uh, Langoliers with his two home runs tonight. He has three home runs 
And all together, let's see, how many hits tonight? It was uh, two hits this afternoon, 11 for 43 for Shea Langoliers during that time, which is up over, uh, or rather 11 for 40, pardon me, uh, for Langoliers during that time. As uh, Again, the two home runs, he has six on the year now uh, for Shea Langoliers. And again, you're looking for those guys to build around. Shea Langoliers, certainly one of those guys. And he visited with Townie and uh, Dave Stewart on A's postgame on, uh, over on the uh, TV side on NBC Sports California. Let's hear what he had to say. Shea Langoliers with us. It's Chris Townsend and Dave Stewart. And I got to say, congratulations. What a heck of a day. You got off there with a walk. You get on base. And then two dingers. You have to feel great your last road game. Yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, today was a good day. Um, obviously, getaway day is always always good and makes us happy to get away with a win. Shay, Shay, behind the plate, this is Stu. Behind the plate, um, you caught an almost no-hitter. Actually, you caught six full innings of, of, of no-hit baseball. Um, tell me, how was the chemistry between you and Cap today? Yeah, I mean, it, it was it was a lot of fun. We, uh, you know, stuck to our game plan that we made before the game, and um, we kind of got in that flow together, started thinking the same, and... Uh, when, you, when you're going like that, special things can happen. You know, since you've gotten called up and you've seen Cap, what are the big improvements you've seen in his game? Yeah, I think uh, it's just using, using his old arsenal. Um, you know, he, he's got a lot of good pitches with a lot of, a lot of movement, and, uh, you know, the, his command of those pitches keeps getting better and better, and obviously um, Cap's just a competitor. He's going to go out there. He's going to give you his best every single day, regardless uh, if he's got his good stuff or not. And, um, you know, that's what that's what makes him good. Uh, that he's got that he's got that competitive fight in him. Shay, you're at the big league level now, and you're doing you're you're making a great impression on this team. Um, is it as easy as you're making it look? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'm just uh, taking it day by day, trying to you know try to take everything in and um, you know try to get a little bit better each day. And obviously, we got we got a good group here. Uh, the chemistry's strong, and we're we're having fun together. Well, the last plane ride of the year is definitely going to be fun. You enjoy yourself, and we'll see you tomorrow back in Oakland. <laughs> that sounds good. Thanks, guys. All right, that's Shea Langoliers after today's 10-3 victory. You do the math over Shea's last 11 games, 275, and three home runs for Shea Langoliers over his last 11. And again, at that point, he was batting 200, and he was going through a rough time. And you heard from Ken talking about, uh, you know, Tommy Everidge could see it coming. And Shea Langoliers even talked with Matt Kawahara of the San Francisco Chronicle about staying stubborn with his approach and not trying to change too much in what he does that's gotten him successful, that uh, has gotten him to this point. And it has certainly bore fruit. Again, he is, I mean, he, he looks the part, doesn't he? Uh, he? He, you know, when he was first called up by the A's, uh, all the extra base hits, then he went through the downturn. But again, you know, what you want to see from a young, a young hitter and uh, is coming out the other side. After you go through some struggles, making the adjustment and coming out the other side, having some success. And for Shea, you know, assuming a strong finish in his last three games, he's going to be carrying that into the offseason with him. And of course, a big part of what the A's hope uh, to build coming up uh, starting with this spring training and this upcoming offseason as uh, Shea Langoliers with two home runs tonight. Ponche and Allen also go deep. And we're going to continue on on A's Clubhouse show. Chris Townsend will join us. I also want to talk pitching as uh, James Caprillian with six one-hit shutout innings on this Sunday in Seattle. The number 833-625-2278. 
That is 833-625-2278. I'm Alex Jensen. We'll be joined by Chris Townsend when we come back on the A's. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Clubhouse show. Here are some easy tips to get the most out of a time of use rate plan. Number one, during peak times, get your dishes loaded and your clothes ready to wash or dry. Then wait until off peak times to press the start button. Number two, run your AC during off-peak hours, then nudge it up to 78 degrees when peak hours begin. Number three, one of the easiest ways to conserve energy is by turning off appliances, televisions, and lights. To see more easy tips, visit pge.com slash info. The Coliseum has gone by many names, but none better than the Last Dive Bar. Hi, everyone. Ken Korak here, and my friends at Last Dive Bar are helping us celebrate our longtime home. Last Dive Bar has the most unique merchandise for all Oakland baseball fans. T-shirts, sweatshirts, the Ray Fossey line, and my personal favorite, the lights have taken full effect. Visit their website at lastdivebar.com or follow them on social media at Last Dive Bar. All proceeds are invested back into the A's Community Fund and their affiliated charities. Go to lastdivebar.com. That's Last Dive Bar. Like sports, business is about winning. Championship decisions are business decisions based on what it takes to help your company win. And that's why there's UBO Business Services, specializing in helping you win every day by streamlining workflows, managing documents, and providing the best-in-class office technology. Make your championship decision with UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com. That's ubeo.com. Now batting, Xfinity Internet. It's made to do anything so you can do anything. Supercharge your home with incredibly fast and powerful supersonic Wi-Fi. With three times more bandwidth, it covers all the bases and then some. And strike out billions of threats with advanced security that helps keep you safe at home and on the go. If you're keeping score, that's Internet that does it all. That's unbeatable internet from Xfinity, proud partner of the Oakland Athletics. Restrictions apply, not available in all areas. Hinder, it's a deep drive to left. Ruff is going back at the track, turning around at the wall. He'll turn and watch it fly. You're listening to A's Cast. And it's hit high and deep to right. Back is Meadows to the track in the shadows. Looks up and it is gone. A majestic drive from Seth Brown with two outs against Michael Fulmer. And the A's are back ahead 5-3. to three. This is the A's Clubhouse Show. The 1-0 offer. Fastball sharply hit left side in the hole. Flag down by Allen. Gets up. Throws the first. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? What a play by Nick Allen. Deep in the hole, does a full 360 spin, comes up firing right on the money, and gets Hanniger by a full stride, and that's how the bottom of the fourth inning ends. That was spectacular by the A's rookie shortstop. We've got four in the books, and the A's lead it 3-0. Couldn't have put it better myself. One of the best plays you'll see from a shortstop 
uh, at any level. Of course, Nick Allen doing it in the big leagues. 833-625-2278. 833-625-2278. Before we're joined by Townie, let's take a break. 10 seconds. Station identification. You're listening to A's Cast in the Oakland A's Radio Network. A's Cast, streaming on iHeartRadio and broadcasting locally on Bloomberg 960. KNEW Oakland and KOSF 103.7 FM HD2 San Francisco. With Chris Townsend, I'm Alex Jensen. The A's defeat the Mariners Townie 10 to 3 to end this six-game road trip and uh salvage the final game in Seattle. And of course, a lot to like in this one. But we just heard the highlight from uh, Vince Catroni on that play from uh, Nick Allen, a deep short. That's one of the best plays you'll see at shortstop, right? Oh, no doubt about it. Today was today was a good day for the young players, right? Getting to and really I think these three days. And you, you don't like to look at losses and say, well, you can learn. But I think there is something to these young players playing in a packed house, seeing a team that's making the postseason, seeing the celebrations, see what it means to these fans, to a city. Because once you leave the ballpark, I mean, right now, I guarantee all of Seattle just buzzing all about the Seattle Mariners. I think these last two days are good for these young players to say, hey, this is what I want to be. This is what this is how I want to do it. This is what I want my career to look like. And then to go out today and see whether it was, as you mentioned, Langoliers kind of starting to get it again after going through some struggles. Nick Allen hitting. Nick Allen playing great defense. Uh, I think you got to commend James Caprillion. I mean, this is a guy that no was doubt. being sent to the. What's up? I said no doubt. Okay, Sorry, I just make sure I didn't get didn't knocked off. Slow your roll there, Townie. No, but James Caprillion, you know, we've we we've had a chance to watch him really grind it really early. You know, he was being sent to the bullpen. All this extra work he's been doing when the media's out of sight, the fans are out of sight, no one sees it but him, Scott Emerson. And to take all that extra work and take it upon himself to say, you know what, I deserve to be here, and I need to prove it to myself that I deserve to be here in the starting rotation and to finish the way he has. I mean, I don't know about you, Alex, but if I'm going into the offseason and I want some good mojo, six shutout innings and only one hit and seven strikeouts, I think that's exactly what the doctor ordered for James Caprillion heading into the offseason. No question, Townie. And I mean, I'm, I'm looking at James Caprillion's baseball reference page, right? Three walks over his last three starts. You look before that, you know, four, one, six, four, two, three. We talked about Shea Langoliers improving and kind of coming out of the other side of those struggles. James Caprillion's no different. I mean, he has gotten better as the year has gone along. And especially, as you mentioned, the last three starts and Really, I mean, a a strong finish. It's been more strikes, first of all. It's been more quality strikes. It's been using all four of his pitches and introducing a sinker a little bit as well to go along with the four seam. So now instead of just the four seam with the slider and the curve and the changeup, you're looking at two different types of fastballs to play off his off speed. But I think it all comes down for Caprillion to attacking hitters. And then, okay, if if Caprillion's able to kind of ride this into the offseason, you say, okay, well, we have a bona fide major league starter in that spot. Now, Townie, you kind of start to put together this rotation going into spring training. Cole Irvin, Paul Blackburn, who was an all-star, of course, Caprillion. And then you've got a group of guys kind of competing for those last four spots in Waldachuk, Sears, Adrian Martinez, Adam Aller. Who knows what the uh, what the offseason is going to bring for some of your top prospects like Ryan Cusick and JT Ginn. I mean, if you're looking at the A's rotation right now, 
you know, in a vacuum heading into the off season, I, I think you're starting to see some building blocks of what can be a quality five man unit. Yeah, no doubt. And, and, and Robbie Ray, I think a great example of today. And I'm going to, by the way, someone was just wa- our, our old friend Bonte Hill was just waving at me. So I was a little distracted. Good to see him and his family <laughs> and uh, his child. Um, something that I'm looking at right here that I, can I have my Clint Eastwood get off my lawn moment? Please. Okay. Great example of where we are with pitching today. And I do think in the next year or so, now that the rules are changing, now with the pitch clock, which you know far more about it than I do, Alex, but also with the fact that this is the first time GMs don't have their favorite September call-ups to save their behind after crushing their bullpens throughout the first five months of the season. So they're seeing the ramifications because if you look at all these game notes, you constantly see that bullpens around the league are just – they're a dumpster fire here in September. But here's my right. here's here, here's my Clint Eastwood get-off-my-lawn moment. Here you've, play, you've paid Robbie Ray all this money, right? This guy, they're talking about during the broadcast, all the strikeouts. Oh, he's one of the fastest guys. To, I think it was 1,500 strikeouts all time. Oh, isn't that impressive? Let me tell you you something in the second inning what happened look in your scorebook walk 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 all of a sudden his pitch count in the second inning is almost at 40 he's almost at 40 so whether you're going to be Jacob deGrom and you're striking out 10 to 12 guys your pit or you're walking guys your mm-hmm. pitch count gets up there so fast and we're not going to allow these guys to go much over a hundred we have turned all these guys into a five or six inning pitcher max and to, and that's been Caprillion's problem Caprillion's yes. problem is he gets behind people he walks people he doesn't throw strikes and next you know he looks up and there's 89 pitches in the fifth inning and they're pulling him if you're going to be a pitcher and this is where I want to ask you about this Alex if you're going to be a pitcher that wants to go into the let's say sixth seventh oh my god in the eighth the only way you're going to do it for now with the way the front offices do things is you have to be efficient with your pitches i'm not saying you got to be greg maddox and only average three pitch three pitches per batter but you've got to be efficient so you can at least get into that seventh when you're starting to come up on 100 pitches and alex you've seen it with the with the pitch clock and what i've read is the pitch clock it's really forcing guys to get into a better rhythm and to throw more strikes have you seen that yeah, I think so. And, you know, for the guys that can't handle it, it's going to be a quick exit, right? Because, you know, things start to go downhill a little bit. Another thing I've heard people talk about in terms of hitters is the pitch clock. A lot of them don't like the pitch clock, it, talking about the hitters, because they feel like when a guy is working fast, it almost feels like they're coming downhill at you, right? You don't have as much time to get out and gather your thoughts and and what have you. And it, it kind of gives you an opportunity, right? If you're a pitcher to maybe get some more outs or force weak contact on pitchers pitches earlier in the count, you know? Um, and, and that's what it's about. You know, I mean, when you, when you talk about the struggles of Robbie Ray in terms of hits pitch count and James Caprillion earlier in the season, it's about getting strike one and not letting a one Oh count become a two Oh count and not letting a two one count become a three one count. It's about attacking with your stuff. 
And I, you know, I think a lot of this is right. You see guys walk around the mound, bring it back, back to the pitch clock, Townie. How much, how much are they thinking about executing the optimal spin rate and extension and all these other analytics when you need to just get back on the bump and throw the baseball to where you're supposed to throw it? Do what you've been doing your entire life. It takes some of that thought process out of it. And for that reason, I think we see more quality strikes. I like it, and I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to see how it affects the game when we're talking about basically a half hour. Like this game today is three hours and 11 minutes. Uh, The big fear that people had was like, I don't want you to take my baseball away. We're going to play the same amount of innings. We're going to play the same amount of outs. The game doesn't change. It just takes away the dead time. And But for me, from the style of having a pitcher, it forces them not to be huff and puff and I'm going to blow your house down. It forces them to get into a faster rhythm. A faster rhythm means you're not trying to throw every pitch as hard as you can. It means your defense is more – you're going to have more contact because, as you said, hitters got to get up there and, they, they, you know, they got to swing it. So that everything the, – it's going to be a faster pace, faster rhythm. It's better for the defenses. Defenses love when pitchers work faster. So I'm excited to see that. And hopefully we'll see guys throw more strikes. More strikes leads to more outs. More outs leads to lower pitch counts, which hopefully gets guys to go deeper in games, which then also means that we're not burning out our bullpens by the all-star break. I mean, mean, I'm not trying to throw the A's bullpen under the bus here, but if you looked in the game notes in the American League, I mean, we're the third lowest bullpen in ERA and third high, well, we're the third highest ERA and we're the third highest OPS for a bullpen in the American League. Our bullpen has been on absolute fumes for months. And we've had guys go down. I mean, how about that? Your best guys go down too? Well, you're working guys so much. I mean, we've seen Domingo Acevedo go from uh, coming to the big leagues and pitching 10 appearances last year to over 60 this year. Almost 70. I mean, it's crazy. It's literally crazy how much. And those numbers that the the analytics guys try to tell you that, hey, when my bullpen comes in versus a pitcher pitching a third time through the lineup, the bullpen guy, no matter what his name is, it's always better. Well, that's kind of evened out now that we have seen so many of these bullpens be overused. The numbers yeah. are starting to even out. So we're going to see with the new rules. I, I'm gonna, Dave Stewart and I disagree. Now, I don't know where you're going to go with this, Alex. Are you going to go with the A's Hall of Famer and great, the guy that you grew up watching <laughs> and idolizing, or are you going to go with me? Where are you going to go? Well, what do you got? All right. I said, if we're not shifting anymore after this year, and we've known that for a while, why are we still doing it? I mean, why, why, why are we still doing this? I mean, obviously, you're not winning games. You've lost six in a row. You win today, but you'd lost six in a row. I mean, you're taking James Caprillion out early when he could have gone deeper in the game. My God, I so wanted to see. I wanted to see Cap have a no-hitter going just to see how they would handle it. You know, last outing of the season, pitch count getting up there. No, would they have the? Would they pull him? Especially since we haven't had a complete game at all this season. But I said, why not start playing how you're going to be playing next year? If you're kind of trying to train Jordan Diaz, he's not going to be shifting next year. Why not play straight up? 
Play in meaningful games. Spring training is not meaningful games. Why not start it now? And Dave Stewart said, no, nah, wait till spring training. Just do what you've been doing. Wait till spring training where it's new and fresh, and that's when you do it. So do you agree with the A's Hall of Famer, a guy you idolize, or me? I'm going to go with my idol in Oakland native, uh, Dave Stewart, on this one. Tony, I think that, you know, you still want to compete and win games, right? If and guys have had, I mean, why is the real, what's the reason that we're stopping the shift is because it's been so effective. You know, the, the, the line drive one hopper into shallow right field is now an out, right? Well, if the, if the numbers say, and the spray charts say these hitters are too stubborn to try and hit against the shift, go the other way and, and beat the shift the other way. Instead, they're trying to hit it through or over the shift. Well, why not give our, our guys the best chance to compete right now? And if that means that shifting is, is, what you know will give you the best chance to win i think you owe it to your team to do that you know if if, if okay I, I would just debate this are you sure shifts always work do well, we get do I, we do we we get the numbers about how it works and how it works on certain hitters but we now shift on everybody and they don't tell you i don't see anybody that comes out with the shift when the shift doesn't work and how that escalates into big innings. We never get those numbers. We get, you know, it's kind of like it's kind of like the gambler who only tells you about when he wins. He never tells you about when he loses. I, I think that if the shift was not, you know, was not effective, they'd stop doing it, right? And, and that's not just one. I, you shift, know what? Right? You that's- know what? I would I would think that too. But you know what I've noticed with these front offices. To me, and I say this all the time on A's Cast Live and also on this show, um, they remind me of poker players. I mean, excuse me, of blackjack players. They have a strategy. They they got a blackjack book, and the blackjack book says you play like this, and this is how you play, and you never deviate from it, and that's how these front offices play now. So when you say, well, it doesn't necessarily work, and they do stuff different, they're dying they're dying on the hill on some of these theories. Yeah, they well, they you are. Know, Go ahead. We're going to find out a lot next year, aren't we? I mean, we're going to find out a lot next year. How is this going to change the game? You know what I, I mean? I mean, I think you're going to see a lot gonna... more hits. I think you're going to see batting average go up. Um, but you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I I I don't know. I mean, I I just for me, I, I the whole point of it was. Why not start getting ready to play for how you're going to play next year? Because I think, like especially like what I saw in football, you want to you want to get guys used to real games. Spring training games, as much as you want to say are real games, are not real games. Right now, you're playing real games, triple deck stadium, forty thousand people. Why not start to play the way you're going to play next year to train guys now? Because these guys have all grown up with seeing shifts all the time. But I understand you're agreeing with Dave. That's exactly what Dave said. Well, you've been doing it, and you're trying to win. Just keep doing it, and you'll restart at spring next year. Yeah, that, that's my thought process. I mean, I, I just think that, you know, like you said, if, if you're saying, okay, well, let's, let's work on this for spring training. Yes, there is some credence to that. However, what, what message are you sending to your club? You know, this game isn't important because, they're, you know, to me, they're out there obviously competing, right? These guys are competitors. And, you know, spinning it forward to next year, Townie, I'm really interested to see how the no shifting affects guys' approach. Because in my mind, it's not the shift that has kind of put baseball in the position that it's in right now. It's the approach of the hitters. You know, are we still going to see 
the I mean, for for some guys like Joey Gallo is never going to change. Right. But are we still going to see the three true outcome type of approach at the plate? Because if that's the case, all this shifting is not going to matter. We're going to get the same thing. Right. I think you, you mentioned it with the pitch clock, you know, and I kind of liken it to weightlifting a little bit. If, if you if you go max effort, you're going to need some time to some, some some time between pitches. If you have only so much time, you know, 25, 17 seconds between pitches, you can't go max effort every time. So I think that's going to take care of the, all this high spin rate, high velocity from every single guy. Uh, but, you know, in terms of the shift, like, I, I mean, I just don't know that it's the cure all that, that Major League Baseball thinks it might be. I do. And I think the okay. studies, and I got Eno on this, Eno Saris, our national baseball columnist, who's Mr. Analytics, is when I hear people talk about this, they use certain star players. Because, you know, if you're going to have an article and you're going to write an article and you want a lot of people on The Athletic to read it, you're going to use star players. You're not going to use the non-star players. So you're going to bring up guys like Matt Olson, Paul Goldschmidt, right? The outliers, the best players. The average guys, which is the majority of Major League Baseball, are average players to below average. How does this help them? Because everybody gets shifted. We see guys get shifted where you say, why would you even shift that guy? Well, because these front offices just want to shift. They're saying the percentages say this. I don't care about what this human being does. We're going to shift on everybody. I mean, we, we've we shifted, what was it, 60,000 more times than last year? I mean, they just shift just to shift. Unbelievable. So the point here is, how's that going to change for just the regular guy? How's that change for Nick Allen? How does it change for Tony Kemp? How's it changed for Chad Pender? And I'm just mentioning our guys because that's not going to go in an article that's for a national audience. But how about the Chad Penders on all the other teams or the Tony Kemp's on all the other teams? How is it going to change for them versus just telling me about the best players in the game? That's is that's where I want to see. That's where I wonder will bad will will more hits happen? Will more hits means more batting average, more hits, more batting average, also means everything else goes up. Whether you want to talk about your OPS, your OPS plus, your weighted runs created plus, it's a game of numbers, right? The better your numbers, the more every, you know, the tide rises all seas. So that's where I think it's going to be interesting for the not not the star players. What does it do for the regular players who have been getting shifted who normally you'd say, why the hell would you shift on that guy? Well, and what I like to hear, we'll leave it with this before we go to break here, Tam. But, but, but what I like to hear on your show from Eno was the fact that guys that make contact are becoming more valuable now. Mm. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I heard him say that, right? And that is music to my ears. It's, and that's where you should hop on my, my, uh, on my train here. We should all be Guardians fans. We should have the, the Guardians right now have the best record in baseball from September 5th on. I had it in my notes earlier today. I had it in the broadcast. I think they're 22-5. and five. They're like the hottest team heading to the postseason. They are second to last in home runs. Mm. Now think about that. In an era where we are, even though home runs are way down this year, where we are in baseball, as you mentioned, three true outcomes, what will it mean for the sport to go out and have a team, have a crazy playoff run, if not win a World Series, and they were second to last in home runs. 
be and you know what if the if the season ended today Townie, i believe oh no it would be seattle and toronto but if if seattle drops down below tampa bay we're going to get the kind of the the i guess the two opposites right because the mariners are so reliant on homer so that would be an interesting series to kind of test that theory right which one of those styles wins out offensively is it seattle who's relying on the home run or is it cleveland who doesn't strike out that would be interesting to see. Yeah, and, and think about the A's. I, I've been trying to bring this up, and I tried to bring it up on TV today. The A's in 18 were third in home runs. The A's in 2019 were fifth. So you look at that now. Now, you can't really go gauge 2020 because I mean, 2020 was just, you know, it's the COVID Small year. Sample size. Yeah, yeah, it's you just can't. But in our two playoff wild card runs, we were third and fifth in home runs. Well, yep. we're not going to be that anytime soon. So how are you going to win games? It, if you've been built to hit home runs and that was your strategy, your playbook to win games, and now you don't have that, I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking of a playbook and a strategy more like the Guardians and having more guys hard contact, make more contact, play good defense. You're going to have some type of pitching. I mean, we, we could come up with a five that can, can at least compete I mean, you're not going to be losing well over 100 games if you have that next year. No doubt. You're seeing that a little bit with the, some of the guys the A's have added to the roster lately, like uh, Connor Capel and, uh, let's see, Jonah Bride. I know he's you know not maybe at the same level as Connor Capel, but Nick Allen profiles that type of bat. Jordan Diaz. We'll get into all that uh, as we continue along. Let's take a break. We'll come back with more. 833-625-2278. 833-625-2278. The A's defeat the Mariners 10-3 in the finale of this six-game road trip, their final road game of the 2022 season. With Chris Townsend, I'm Alex Jensen. Back with more A's Clubhouse after this. Here are some easy tips to get the most out of a time-of-use rate plan. Number one, during peak times, get your dishes loaded and your clothes ready to wash or dry. Then wait until off-peak times to press the start button. Number two, run your AC during off-peak hours. Then nudge it up to 78 degrees when peak hours begin. Number three, one of the easiest ways to conserve energy is by turning off appliances, televisions, and lights. To see more easy tips, visit pge.com slash touinfo. Chest up, engage your core. Dig At deep. Misty's gym, boot camp gets pretty close to the real thing. She wants to spot a personal trainer with a military background. I can cover this week's boot camp, but we need someone staff. Isn't your cousin a Marine? Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. We instantly connect you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Your loan personalized. Whether you're planning your next vacation, backyard landscaping, or even consolidating debt, First United Credit Union can help you check off your to-do list with rates as low as 5.9% APR. Apply online or at any of their East Bay branches. Visit firstunitedcu.org forward slash athletics for details. Insured by NCUA. Attention, do you suffer from severe fried chicken-related cravings? If so, Kentucky Fried Chicken's $6 two-piece drum and thigh combo may be right for you. The combo contains tasty chicken, creamy mashed potatoes, a flaky biscuit, and an ice-cold drink. Side effects may include more money in your wallet, happiness, and the urge to lick your fingers. Order KFC's two-piece drum and thigh combo in the KFC app for just $6. That's finger-licking good. 
Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Tax extra. The Coliseum has gone by many names, but none better than The Last Dive Bar. Hi, everyone. Ken Korak here, and my friends at Last Dive Bar are helping us celebrate our longtime home. Last Dive Bar has the most unique merchandise for all Oakland baseball fans. T-shirts, sweatshirts, the Ray Fossey line, and my personal favorite, the lights have taken full effect. Visit their website at lastdivebar.com or follow them on social media at Last Dive Bar. All proceeds are invested back into the A's Community Fund and their affiliated charities. Go to lastdivebar.com. That's Last Dive Bar. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. Yep, even easier than that. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. O'Reilly Auto Parts specializes in keeping your car on the road. Not sure how much life is left in your battery? Our professional parts people will test it for free. If it does need to be replaced, we'll help you find just the right one to fit your car. Our superstar batteries are built to handle even the toughest conditions. Visit O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Who's feeling pretty good about the car they drive right now? Ask anyone who owns a Honda. I love my Honda CRV. I'd recommend a Honda to anybody. Pricing, I mean, for what you get, it's amazing. According to JD Power, Honda's the number one brand for residual value. New Hondas are arriving daily. See your NorCal Honda dealer today. Based on JD Power US ALG 36 month residual value forecast for 2022 mainstream models. For JD Power 2022 award info, visit jdpower.com/awards. Visit norcalhondadealers.com. I'm Flo from Progressive. Being a baseball fanatic like me can be stressful. It's not all sports points and touchdowns. So Progressive is going to help you take your mind off your team for a moment. Instead of thinking about how they missed that goal point score, think about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive letting you choose coverage options based on your budget. Unlike your team that missed the end zone net area. Well, anyway, hope this distraction about Progressive's Name Your Price tool was helpful. It sure kept me from thinking about all those penalty balls. Yay, sports! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Some things just go together. Peanut butter and jelly, cookies and milk, Oakland and Kaiser Permanente. If that last one caught you off guard, it shouldn't, because Kaiser Permanente has been helping keep Oakland healthy since our very beginning. And as the official healthcare partner of the Oakland A's, that won't be changing anytime soon. Whatever you may need, you can trust Kaiser Permanente to help keep you feeling your best. Kaiser Permanente, thrive. Visit kp.org today. Strike pitch to Pacha. He swings and hits with high in the air to left. Back is Winker at the wall, and it is gone into the A's bullpen. A majestic home run for Christian Pache with Jonah Bride aboard, and suddenly it is 3-0 Athletics. Pache going deep in Seattle, his third home run of the year. This is A's Clubhouse. That was good to see Christian Pache with a home run and his third of the year was also robbed on a line drive into right center field potential extra bases as uh, Pache 
with the home run today goes one for three uh, with a walk as well, which is also encouraging. The A's defeat the Mariners 10 to three in the final road game of the 2022 season. This is the A's Clubhouse Show. The number's 833-625-2278 with Chris Townsend. I'm Alex Jensen. And Townie, we talked about the pitching and uh, some, some, of course, some bright performances today, uh, you know, offensively. Christian Pache, we want to see that, you know, more consistently, of course, from him. I mean, the talent is certainly there. Seeing him go the other way is nice. But how about this kid, Jordan Diaz? I mean, all he does is hit. He's hitting 10 of his 13 games in the big leagues. Uh, you know, you find a position for this guy. I know Mark Kotze with you, Townie, compared him to Jose Altuve. That's a lofty comparison. But this guy could really hit. Yeah, I, I, I now just, and I get it. Everything's about free agent clocks and, and all that kind of stuff. It's the business of baseball. I, I just, stop telling me that a guy's young. Stop telling me, I'm not so sure how many at-bats he's had. I mean, this guy raked a double-A. Tore it up at AAA, and now he's hitting at the big league level. I, I, I'm joking around now, Alex, saying I don't want to see a guy's driver's license or birth certificate anymore. Can he hit or not? <laughs> I don't care what his age is. I really don't. Soderstrom is a prodigy. This guy's been playing against kids and professionals much older than him for many, many years. He's not. He is not a hitter of his age. Stop looking at his age. Age, what do they say when people get older, Alex? Age is just a number. You can do the same thing for young guys, too. No doubt. Control the controllables. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Control the controllables. Uh, And what you can, what Jordan Diaz has been able to control so far is the bat. Where is he going to play? Yeah, I'm with you, Townie. I mean, that's kind of an answer that you can find out in spring training, an answer uh, for another day. What we know is this guy can hit. What we know is Tyler Soderstrom can hit. We haven't seen it at the big league level, of course. You have Zach Geloff as well. You know, we talked about Shea Langoliers. Dermis Garcia is another guy. You know, he's he's working his way, Townie, into consideration to be kind of on that inside track heading into spring training. Uh, Seth Brown has finished the year relatively strong. You like to see him going the other way with 25 home runs. But, uh, yeah, no, you're right. I mean, we wa- I want to see the young guys. I want to see the young guys. I like what I've seen from Connor Capel. Uh, and especially when you're talking about offense, because, you know, this club, I mean, they, they've, you know, the pitching has been strong at times. You need to be able to score some runs. And that's really where the A's have struggled all year long. Oh, my God. Alex, it's 40. What I have it as 46 games. They've scored one run or less. It's like 29 yeah, point, good. 29 point something percent of their games is one run or less. I mean, yeah, I mean, we can. We can talk about pitching. We can talk about defense. We can say, oh, my God, we're, you know, you're going to have to find somewhere for Diaz to play. You're going to have to find somewhere for someone like Langoliers. You're going to have to find, okay, but I need to score some runs because we're not going to go out and shut everybody out every day. And if we want to be competitive, I can, I can find you some guys, I think, arms-wise, that can make the A's competitive, but you're going to have to score something. I mean, this is that. What was the note? The note we had that uh, the offense and the lack of runs. I mean, when you talk about the records as bad as 1979, but this rack of one uh, runs is 1978. I mean, how in modern day baseball can you score one run or less 46 times? Well, and and you're. I mean, it's not just not scoring, right? It's just not hitting. I mean, a 215 batting average, and you know, according to the A's game notes, of course. Uh, the lowest batting average, lowest on base since 1908. I mean, just 
you know, not great. And, but I think, you know, on the bright side, we're starting to find some answers right after this year, I think we're starting to find some answers as we wind down and, and, you know, head into the off season and you're starting to see some of these young guys, which, Hey, if you're going to be bad, at least, you know, give me something to watch. Give me something exciting. Jordan Diaz is something to watch. Shay Langoliers is something to watch. Those are glimmers of hope and, and pieces that you could potentially build around in the future. That's what I want to see. Yeah, couldn't agree more. I mean, that's that's where the frustration was. Everybody early was saying that the A's were young, and you're looking around going, what are you talking yeah. about? Jed Lowry, Stephen Piscotti. Your average yeah. age for position players was over 30. Like, right. like, what are we talking about? This isn't young. When you're going Elvis every day at shortstop, and you got Jed, and you got Piscotti, and like you think your young guy is Ramon Laureano, and also uh, 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 Sean Murphy. No, you had older guys up and down the lineup everywhere you let Stephen vote. I mean, you're talking guys are 30. <laughs> Stephen vote and Jed Lowry, 37 years old, man. What are we talking this team with? This team was not young. And now that's what we're seeing. And the young guys and, and, you know, you cross your fingers, but let's be honest. If some of the young guys do turn out to be guys that can play and compete at this level, you're going to win games. And you're going to start to see a future of how you're going to get better. And I have no problem with them getting their teeth kicked in right now. Sometimes you got to learn the hard way, but you know a lot of guys do. But that's why you play them now in a season that doesn't, at this point, matter. Let them get beat up. Let them learn. So when they go to spring training, they're not going to be deer in the headlights anymore. They've already played big crowds. They've played against great players. They're not. They're not bright-eyed anymore. They now understand. Okay. And probably the biggest thing is, as you know, we talk so much, you know, physical and like, oh, Pache's got to change his swing and all this kind of stuff. Really, it's the mental training to mm-hmm. mentally train yourself to be able to compete next year at this level. Everybody's got tools. Everybody's physically gifted. But can you do it mentally day after day? Well, for the guys that have been here for a little bit, too, right? I mean, you keep hearing about how the gulf between AAA and the big leagues is as wide as it's ever been. Well, let's let these guys try and adjust at the level where we want them to succeed. You know, for some of these guys, it's just not going to do them any good to go back down to AAA. Sink or swim? Sink or swim? You got to find out. What do you got? I like how you said that. Yeah, this whole, oh, my God, the divide. Okay, so what does that mean? We're just going to keep everybody in the minor leagues for 10 years until they're ready? That's not how sports works. That's not how this business works. So you can say the divide. Well, let me tell you something. The majority of the guys, if I just look at numbers, the majority of the guys who play in the minor leagues won't play in the big leagues. So if there's a divide, who cares? I just need to find the guys who can play at the big league level and the guys that that make up this big divide and aren't ready, well, they probably weren't ever going to be ready anyway, right? That's right. I mean, it, it, you can either do it or, you you know, af- especially after so much seasoning, you know, and again, you got to find out what you got. And if you if, if you don't have an answer, you got to move on. And that's that's the business. It's the reality, isn't it? I mean, that's that's the way this has to work going forward. It's, it's going to be a really interesting spring training next year, Townie. I mean, there's going to be a lot of jobs up for grabs. There's going to be a lot of jockeying going on. I mean, you look at the A's right now. You know, how many spots can you really say, yep, that guy's got that job? You know, there's not many. There's not many at all. Uh, You know, I think maybe you want probably a longer look at Nick Allen based on what he can do with the glove at shortstop. 
you certainly want a longer look at uh, at, at Jordan Diaz. We know who's going to be catching. It's either going to be Sean Murphy or Shea Langoliers. But there's just we don't have a whole lot of answers right now. Well, the game is getting younger all the time, and you can't be afraid of it. You know, when you look at, you know, look at the Atlanta Braves. I mean, they've embraced young players, helped them win a World Series last year, and it's putting them in position again. I don't even I haven't even seen the score. What what is that score of Sunday night baseball? Well, let's get to our mechanics fake out of town scoreboard, Tony. How's that sound? Well, there but you know what? That's why you're the pro. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm I'm just doing what you taught me, man. I I'm I'm taking the torch from you and running with it for today at least. Well, in Atlanta right now, Townie, in the bottom of the thirds, we get to our mechanics bank out-of-town scoreboard. The Braves have put three on the board in the bottom of the third. They lead the Mets four to three. Uh, Townie, I mean, obviously losing the first two games in Atlanta for New York behind DeGrom and, and Scherzer. I mean, you look at that National League bracket right now, man. You really do not want to end up in the wild card if you're one of those two guys because instead of getting the bye and playing either Philadelphia or St. Louis, all of a sudden you're in the NL West gauntlet. You open up with the Padres, and if you win that, oh, then you got to go to L.A. and play the Dodgers. You certainly do not want to be there. You know what? You got to play. You're going to have to play good teams no matter what. That's true. That's right. true. But if you if I'm going to pick one of those two avenues, I'll take the bye and my chances against the Phillies or the Brewers or and the Cardinals. Did you think the Braves would win it last year? No, I didn't. Did you I think, don't think anybody Na- did? Did you think the Nats would win it in 2019? No. I mean, it's kind of like I'll, I'll you know the one team I always think about and I and I and I know we got to get out of here. One team I always think about is that New York Giant team. And when I think about football, they mm. had to go down to Tampa Bay and beat John Gruden and the Buccaneers. Then they had to go to Dallas and beat the Cowboys, who had already beat them twice. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Cowboys already beat that. They beat them. Then they have to go to Lambeau Field in the freezing cold, and Aaron Rodgers, they beat them. And then they had to take on Tom Brady and the Patriots, who were undefeated. You know, sometimes you got to go the rough route, but you know what? If you're going to be the champion, you don't care who you bring in front of you. Let's go. Think about that you, route that they went. It's amazing. They went, when you look at those two teams, the Braves and the Mets, they have the pitching to get through anybody. Both of those teams. Well, I mean, I mean, I'm, I, I was talking with actually the great Dave Stewart about that today. Oh yeah, everybody's been ranting and raving about the Mets pitching. You mean they're guys that go six or five innings? <laughs> well, that's and you're you're not far off there. By the way, Chris Bassett has just been pulled in that game in the bottom of the third inning. Uh, so down Degrom only goes six. Yeah. Scherzer goes five and two thirds, and Bassett goes three. Oh, the vaunted three pitchers. Let's add up their innings. I will say though, when it comes to Scherzer in the postseason, I think you throw the regular season out. I mean, he he's proven that you know he he can he can give you a little bit of length. What is he, though? I mean, he's 39, 38, 39. And and he's been on the injured list twice this year. Yeah, so this whole, I mean, it's like, I mean, where we are, which is kind of sad, but, you know, you'll hear all the talking heads now talking about, oh, look at that starting pitching, and you go, add up the starting pitching, starting pitchers innings this weekend. This is the biggest series. This is why you have saved DeGrom all those years. This is why you mm-hmm. paid for Scherzer. This is why you got Bassett. This series right here, biggest series of the year. What do they add up total innings in three games? 
Uh, what what Degrom six, Scherzer five and two thirds. That's eleven and two thirds. Bassett two and two thirds tonight. So fourteen and a third in three games. I wouldn't say that's three impressive. hits, four runs, three walks, two strikeouts, a homer off Bassett for the Braves. Wow. Yeah. So. Uh, so anyway, the uh, the Braves lead the Mets 4-3, bottom of the third. Let's get to the rest of the uh, out-of-town scoreboard brought to you by Mechanics Bank, and as, especially as far as it concerns uh, the races. The National League wild card, the Phillies over the Nationals by the final of 8-1. to one. The Brewers fell in 12 to the Marlins 4-3. to three. So now you look at that National League wild card, Townie, and uh, with three to play, uh, it's the Brewers trailing, or with three days left in the season, rather, it's the Brewers trailing the Phillies by two games so desperation mode in milwaukee cardinals uh fall to the pirates seven to five and elsewhere in the national league playoff race the dodgers fell to the rockies four to one switching around to the american league it was the blue jays over the uh red sox six to three the guardians defeated the royals seven to five the yankees fell to the orioles three to one it was a great story in baltimore this year but the orioles of course come up short uh, of the playoffs in Houston, the Astros defeated the Rays uh, three to one. And of course that is um, an important development as far as it concerns the Seattle Mariners. They still sit a game and a half ahead of the uh, Tampa Bay Rays for that final wild card or for the uh, second wild card spot, I should say. Uh, and then elsewhere around the league, the White Sox, boy, what a year it's been in Chicago. They, they defeat the Padres two to one. And the Padres, they uh, they they had clinched today, actually, Townie. So congrats yeah. to our old friends Bob Melvin and Ryan Christensen. Boy, that has been a tough ride. <laughs> no no kidding, man. A rough ride. <laughs> but you know what? The, 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 the reason you play these games to get into the dance, and, and they are in the dance. Yeah, I mean, it's like, it's like, that's what, I mean, if anybody knows tournament basketball, it's you having uh, worked for St. Mary's for all these years. You just got to get in. You'd like to go in hot. You just want to get in. But, man, what a just a dramatic exhausting season it's been for the Padres no in in all facets in all facets but they're in now and I mean well like you said any anyone you know anyone can get hot and uh and get through the postseason you also had the uh, Giants defeating the Diamondbacks in 10 innings four to three Angels over the Rangers eight to three the Cubs defeated the Reds eight to one and what else we got here that uh, the Tigers over the Twins five to two and that was your uh, out-of-town scoreboard brought to you by mechanics bank and now it's time to see what's on deck presented by ashby lumber ashby lumber for all your building and remodeling needs learn more at ashbylumber.com so tomorrow townie 4 p.m a's cast live who you got that's a great question <laughs> haven't even Paging thought about it 40. i can I can just tell you it's going to be a great show we got three shows by the way we're gonna normally we don't do it on Wednesday for a day game, but since it's the last day of the year, we will have Ace Class live at 10 a.m. We will be, I don't know, we're either going to be in the treehouse or maybe uh, in our Ace Cast booth in the press box, but we will be doing a show on Wednesday. So it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, uh, both days, Monday and Tuesday. We're on at four o'clock. I wish I knew who we were going to have on. Um, haven't made those communications with the commander, but I guarantee you it will be a fun show from the field. I am trying to get James Caprillion because I think his turnaround, even though it's, you know, at the very end of the year, 
having him watch having watched him work so hard if cap builds off this into next year like if i just told you i'm going to give you cole irvin paul blackburn caprillian waldachuk sears i know it's four lefties Stu said he doesn't have a problem with it i said okay then uh if that's your five you're going to need way more than that, as we know. But if we're starting yep. out with that five, do you have a puncher's chance? I mean, I think you'd have to say yes, right? You'd have a, you have a puncher's chance. I mean, especially if Caprillian's going to be the Caprillian that we saw to end the year. Blackburn's going to be the Blackburn we saw to start the year. You, you kind of know what you have in Cole Irvin, right? And then I think the ceiling is really high for Ken Waldachuk. I really do. I mean, the stuff is there. And if he can just rein it in a little bit in terms of his command, he did a little bit in his last start. But, you, I mean, you you know, as they say, Townie, the hitters will tell you how good his stuff is. The hitters are telling you how good his stuff is. I mean, watching guys swing at his fastball, it is not a comfortable at bat. Ken Waldachuk out of? Uh, that would be St. Mary's College. It's the St. Mary's Gale right there. God is a Gale. And then J.P. Sears, we know kind of, he's kind of a bulldog, Townie. I really like J.P. Sears. I mean, he, he, he competes every single time he goes out there. So, yeah, I mean, I think you got a chance. If you can prevent runs, you have a chance. If you have the pitching, you have a chance. So, um, I, I, I mean, I, like I said, I like what the A's have done from a rotation standpoint and kind of what you're looking at going into next year. So then 540 A's total access, and you'll have Ken on, uh, Ken on the program, uh, I'm being told, and then Mark Kotze, of course, live with Ken Korak. And then 640 tomorrow, first pitch. A's and the uh, and the Angels again at six forty, and uh, and I'm sure we'd love to see everybody out at the ballpark, right, Tony? Kind of crazy, right? Just three games left. I mean, I know it's been a long year with all the losses, but it's it it still has gone by fast. And it, you know, it's like today was the last road game, and now we only have three games left. I, it's just weird because the last few years, at this point, you and I would have been going, "Hey, what's the?" How many catchers do you want to take on the roster? Who, you know, who are going to be yeah. the main relievers? You know, how are you going to set everything up, your rotation for the postseason? And even last year where you tried to grind it to the very end with the trades, and but you still won 86 games. This year has just been far different. No doubt. And, you know, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see how it finishes up. And, again, I'm really looking forward to spring training next year. You know, what's this club going to look like when we get to spring training? No doubt that, you know, the, the, you know Billy Bean, David Force, the front office will make some moves. It's interesting, man. I mean, it's like you said, it's, it's a lot of fun to do, you know, the contending stuff. And, you know, who are the A's looking at, you know, to trade? How many catches are you going to carry? How many pitchers, et cetera, et cetera? Does this guy make the playoff roster? But, you know, there's some fun in kind of reimagining this club as well and, and what's it going to look like as we get into next year and, and, and down the road. I think, you know, that it's a fun time to be an A's fan uh, when you think about that as well and, and what this club can look like next year and kind of dreaming on some of this stuff if certain guys can do certain things. After this year, there's only one way to go. That's right. That's right. Well, Townie, appreciate your time, man. Good to talk to you. And uh, well, well, quickly, uh, we'll quickly, we need our St. Yes, Mary's. We need our St. Mary's update. What is the uh, bracketology right now? Where Where are my gales? Oh man, that is a good question. At last look, Townie, they were uh, they were last four in, but you know, a very successful. Uh, let me. We're efforting here after a very successful run to. Um, to Australia and an off season trip. Uh, they did get moved up just a little bit. 
And we're in the I, dance, I, right? Uh, oh, we're yeah, in. they're in the dance. They're All in the right. dance. The last four in. So right there on the bubble. You know, you don't want you can't be too careful. What happens if we do well at like the Maui invitation or where are you guys playing? Wooden the uh wooden legacy in Southern California, opening up with Vanderbilt, and then they'll take on either win or lose, they'll they'll get either uh Fresno State or Washington. Love it. Let's go. Yeah. St. Yeah. Mary's Hoops, we'll be there. You just come on out. You, let me know, Tony. I'd love to have you on. Yeah, you know, you know what? You I always tell people, oh, yeah, come on out. And then all of a sudden they'll call when, like, the Yankees are here and Aaron Judge is going for a record. <laughs> That's, I'm going to wait for the big. I'm going to wait for the biggest game when, is it, obviously it would be the Zags, right? Oh, yeah. I, I'll have to sneak in the back door for the. For I'm the calling you the night before. <laughs> hey, remember when you said, come on out? Yeah, we want to have a, yeah. We'll call you the night before the Zags game. All right, I'll put it in my in my uh, in my calendar right now. Actually, I'm gonna call you like two I'll, hours I'll, before tip off. Hey, we're in the neighborhood. <laughs> right, I'll ask. I'll just I'll just ask for tickets right now, Tony, and see if I can reserve them for you. How does that sound? Awesome. <laughs> well, good luck with your uh, good. Well, we'll have you on Ace Cast. No, I'm, I look forward to it. I look forward to it. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll talk soon, Tony, and of course we'll listen to you tomorrow at four o'clock. All right, buddy. Thank you. Thank you. The great. Chris Townsend. And again, that is uh, what's on deck brought to you by Ashby lumber for all your building and remodeling needs. Learn more at ashbylumber.com. Well, the A's uh, a successful finish to their road 2022 season. They defeat the Seattle Mariners 10 to three, two home runs from Shea Langoliers, six, one hit shutout innings from James Caprillion. A lot to like in this ball game. And again, the A's return home tomorrow for their final for the start of their final series at the Oakland Coliseum and of 2022 against the Los Angeles Angels. My thanks to Robert Costa back at our uh, studios getting everything set up for me today. For Chris Townsend, I'm Alex Jensen. Thanks for listening to the A's Clubhouse show. Good night everybody. Hey, Ace fans, check out Longport Fish Company, an exciting new chef-driven seafood restaurant located in the Veranda Shopping Center in Concord. Longport features the highest quality lobsters, oysters, king salmon, flavorful chipino, and much, much more. It features a full bar of craft cocktails, local brews, and a curated wine list. Longport Fish Company is for all occasions, too. Date night, business meetings, catching an A's game at the bar, or bringing the whole family. Check us out at longportfc.com, on Yelp, and on all social media. Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. So you have to drive 300 miles to your cousin's wedding. Okay, so it's his fourth. But you know what they say, fourth time's the charm. <laughs> well, here's the problem. Your tires are as bald as I am. But lucky for you, eBay Motors has tires for just about every make and model. Plus wheels, lug nuts, jack stands, and more. 122 million parts. Do they have tissues? Oh, good, because I'm definitely a crier. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors. Let's ride. How do you make the most of your land? Shaw does it behind the wheel of a John Deere 1025R compact tractor. And he can do just about anything because... I'll make the earth take the shape that I want it to take. But the Hubbards use their 1025R because... We really are trying to create this homestead. There are millions of ways to make the most of your land. How will you make the most of yours? Nothing runs like a deer. Get a one-series tractor for just $124 per month at your John Deere dealer today. For additional cost information, please call toll-free 855-633-2315. Here comes the pitch. Johnson's dialing in with Ring Central. Smart move. Ring Central lets you call, meet, and message all from the same app. Johnson is really stepping up this quarter. She moves to share her screen. And the client loves the presentation. 
An excellent play by Johnson with the assist from Ring Central. With Ring Central, you can talk to anyone, anytime, all from the same app. Ring Central, simpler communications. You and Buddy are enjoying your walk when. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I smell that too. <laughs> I know, don't blame it on the dog. I hear that hissing too. Maybe it's a cat. No, dude. A sulfur-like odor and hissing can be signs of a natural gas leak. Natural gas lines can be buried anywhere. If you suspect a leak, leave immediately and call 911 and Southwest Gas. Thanks, deep voice narrator. You're welcome, dude. You too, buddy. Now batting, Xfinity Internet. It's made to do anything, so you can do anything. Supercharge your home with incredibly fast and powerful supersonic Wi-Fi. With three times more bandwidth, it covers all the bases and then some. And strike out billions of threats with advanced security that helps keep you safe at home and on the go. If you're keeping score, that's internet that does it all. That's unbeatable internet from Xfinity, proud partner of the Oakland Athletics. Restrictions apply, not available in all areas. This has been the A's Clubhouse Show. Murphy, it's a high fly ball, right center. Straw going back deep in the alley. He'll turn and watch it fly. One swing of the bat shoots the A's in front in the bottom of the first. Swung on, hit in the air, right field, hit well. Back on it is Cabrera at the wall. It's gone. Steven Vogt has hit it out. Steven Vogt has hit it out to tie the game at two. Be sure to visit athletics.com slash A's cast for exclusive content, including pre and post game for every game. 2-2 pitch, swing and a miss, blew it by him at 95, and Zach Jackson strikes out the side. Thank you for joining this exclusive presentation of A's Baseball.